morning, gentlemen. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. How's your holiday week? Very nice. It's very nice. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Okay, well, before the weekend started, there was not such great news. The stickiness nature of inflation was reinforced on Friday when wholesale prices in January came in higher than expected. This came one day after a higher than expected consumer price index was reported. The consumer, the producer price index, a measurement of prices received by producers of domestic goods and services, rose 0.3% for the month compared to Wall Street's estimate of 0.1%. After falling in December, this was the biggest rise since August. The PPI was up 0.9% from a year ago. And the core PPI, which excludes volatile food and energy categories, claimed 0.5 from the prior month. And that's up 2% from a year ago. Those are both topping expectations. This could significantly change the Fed's view on rate cuts and may even lead to a rate hike. So here's the question. What does January's PPI mean for interest rates? I mean, look, as we've said many times on here before, the market's at one point uh, pricing about four interest rate cuts plus um, we didn't see that. We've always said, you know, expect one maybe, but certainly less than three this year. That one maybe um, would probably be, you know, right on uh, on the dial here. Uh, I think if you uncover some of that data, especially when you look at the core deflators, um, actually the rise was some of the largest in 14 years. So this was a tough number. Uh, for the markets to digest. And don't forget the equity markets have really rallied strongly, right, on the hopes that some of these rate cuts will come through. Um, So, you know, I I think that markets are going to probably top out uh, equity markets, the the seasonal time of year and have that sprint forward. And I still maintain uh, that we are going to be in for a rough first half, which would obviously come later uh, through the summer months, um, especially if, uh, market participants are still expecting uh, so many rate rate cuts, and I, I just don't see it at this juncture. I see a few, but not as many as the markets have certainly anticipated. When you look at the way the 10 years uh, trading to, you know, back up 30, 40 basis points uh, in, in no time flat, um, that goes to show you that we are range bound, right? And, uh, you know, we're not going to back off this range for some while. So I think those three plus interest rate cuts this year will not happen. Yeah, this really just seems like, as we've said many times, Wall Street got ahead of themselves and maybe too far over their ski tips when it comes to some of these rate cuts. Because even as you look continuously, June, July, the probability of those rate cuts is actually deteriorating on an ongoing basis. And then simultaneously, the Fed really doesn't have any justification to cut with some of the GDP data that's coming in, with the employment data that's coming in, and with inflation in the 3% range. They can sit here and wait until there is a larger justification for them to actually cut interest rates. So it, we continue to hold firm to the fact that we don't think that the, that the market is right about the expectation of rate cuts for this year. Okay. Um, And now we turn to banks. More banks and lenders may face pressure from authorities to bolster revenues after regulators said in late 2023 that about two dozen banks in the U.S. had portfolios of commercial real estate loans that would merit greater scrutiny. At the time, authorities said they would pay closer attention to banks that rapidly piled up such loans worth more than three times their total capital. So the question is, what's the likelihood this will have an effect on the economy? I think there's a really significant chance that this does have some effect on the economy. Now, 
obviously the S&P 500 is largely looking past this right now and you have to re- you have to respect the price action that is actually taking place beneath the surface of the markets but just a couple of weeks ago New York Community Bank um they reported earnings had a really sig- mentioned a really significant deterioration in their uh, commercial real estate portfolio particularly office lending or office space now New York Community Bank fell 36% in one day on this particular earnings report. And New York Community Bank was one of the banks that took over Signature Bank's assets. Signature Bank, um, they took it over an auction and Signature was one of the three banks that failed a year ago uh, in March and February of 2023. So it's unlikely that this... the entirety of the commercial real estate issue has really played itself out. Um, we think that this has a little bit of a longer way to go, particularly in the office space. Now, on top of that, we have a Fed meeting coming up in March. And Phil, as you mentioned before, when it comes to seasonality, there's a certain aspect of March that is a bit concerning because over the course of the last 20 years, March has really been a very tumultuous month when you take into consideration you know, March of 2022, um, you had Russians lining up on the border of Ukraine. Last year, we had three of the largest bank failures ever. COVID happens in March of 2020. Volatility spikes in 2018. March of 2009 is when the financial crisis low took place. So I'm conditionally seasoned to not really like the month of March anymore. And this seems to all be happening right as you know, you're looking forward with the calendar right in your face. So it's, it's, it's a bit concerning. I do think that there's more to play out with the commercial real estate, estate space. And it's almost like a, uh, and it, it, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy because regional banks occupy so much space within commercial real estate and regional banks are still somewhat distressed. So this has some time to play itself out still, and that could curtail bank lending, which is definitely concerning for economic traction. Um, Phil, you have anything to add? Yeah, when the Fed funds rates are paying so high, you've got to be nuts to make you know risky loans in that sector. So, you know, this is all a function of what's going on in the economy right now, and um, that commercial real estate trade is just tough to uh, to grasp, especially you know regionally, depending where you are. Okay, thanks, guys. That was great. And if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at. QQuestionTuesday.com, and we'll be back next week.